Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Here for the Crack with me, Emma Neil. I hope you're all doing well. Oh my god, has this week been hectic? I don't know if anyone else has been feeling it, but it's just been non-stop. I am so ready to have a movie night tonight. Tonight It's Saturday when I'm recording this and I just literally want to have, well it's the Saturday before Halloween and when I was walking home and to the gym earlier, because I live I think I spoke about this before, but I live on Otley Road where there's like this um, well-known pub crawl down Otley Road and everyone goes in their fancy dress. And obviously because it's the weekend before Halloween, there's like even more people doing Otley runs because they're using their Halloween outfits to do it. And I've just never seen so many Otley runners and people just dressed up in my entire life. A part of me was like, oh, would it be fun to be dressing up? And then I was like, No, (laughs) absolutely not. I'm not partaking in Halloween this year. I'm making a nice dinner and cozying up on the sofa and watching. I'll maybe watch a spooky movie. That's about as much as I'm partaking in Halloween this year. I did actually though, right, do you ever get this when, so my kind of, this is my, my, I was going to say my vibe, but I feel like that's a very overused word and doesn't really make sense in this context. My, uh, my cycle at the minute, my cycle is something I'm talking about, a menstrual cycle. <laughs> okay, what I've gotten the routine of doing at the minute is drinking every other weekend and I just really like it because it gives you, it gives you a weekend to recuperate and it then makes you look forward more to drinking as opposed to thinking it's a chore. So I'm kind of on the every other weekend buzz. This weekend, because I drank two weekends ago, technically this weekend should be a drinking weekend. Now, not that it has to be, but you know what I mean. And I find when you, you, you're you coming up to the two week mark, you do start to be like, oh, I would love a pint. But I really couldn't afford to go out this weekend time-wise in that I can't spend a whole day hungover because I have so much work to do because I've got deadlines coming up next week. So... I decided, right, do you know what my best bet here is to do? To go for a few pints on the Thursday. That'll quench my thirst for beer. And then I'll not even be fussed about going out on Friday or Saturday. Because Friday or Saturday is always when you take it too far. And then when you're hungover the next day, whereas a few pints on a Thursday, you're tucked up in bed by 12 o'clock. And then you're in uni the next day. Do you know what I mean? I think it could be my new life hack. I think. I don't know. So yeah, I went to book club on Thursday, which is where they have jazz night. And I haven't been since like last uni year. A good more than half a year ago probably was the last time I was at jazz night. Because as well, I normally have dance on a Thursday night. Although I don't have it as late as I would have last year, which is good. So actually probably will be going to jazz night more often than last year because it's my favourite thing ever and it's the most wholesome night and then they had a little jam session at the end and loads of people got up and like played their instruments and there was this little old woman singing oh my god my heart it was just the cutest thing ever I actually took loads of videos for it I'm vlogging this weekend and yeah I took loads of videos of jazz night so you can see it there is nothing at all like that in Belfast well that I'm aware of, please, if anyone's listening to this, knows of something like a jazz night, a live jazz night in Belfast, please can you let me know? Because the only jazz place I can think of in Belfast is that shite Burt's Jazz Bar thing in The Merchant. Like, yeah, it's a nice bar. It's expensive as fuck, number one. And it's just a guy on a piano every now and then. It's not like a full, you know, four to six person jazz band. 
yeah I would love to find something similar if there's not anything similar I swear to god I will set one up (laughs) actually I don't know if that's a very good idea because I don't have a clue about anything like that but I will get someone to set one up because that is what I need in my life when I go back home I could sit and watch people play the saxophone for hours like probably six hours straight and just never get bored it is the most satisfying and beautiful thing okay what is my recommendation of the week Mm, you know what it's gonna be I'm gonna share what I got in my Tesco meal deal the other day because it slapped so normally I am a vegan hoisin duck wrap kind of girl and I have to say I do absolutely love that wrap but the Marks and Spencer's one is better but more pricey but a lot better and a lot more substantial like a lot more in it however I will settle for the Tesco one when um that is the option which is usually the case at uni because it's right beside of Tesco so I noticed I went to go for my usual hoisin duck wrap and then I noticed this new one and it was another wrap looked very similar to the hoisin duck one but it was vegan beef wellington with like crunchy slaw I don't really know what else was in it I just I just saw vegan beef wellington and in my head I was like what the fuck is that because in my head beef wellington was like like the big pie thing do you know what I'm talking about? Like the big, I don't know. I've never seen it in a wrap. So I was kind of intrigued, but also I was like, I'm going to hate myself if I get something new and it's horrible and I've just wasted my money on that. And then I just decided, actually, do you know what the deciding factor was? I looked in the wraps, like actually in them, and the beef Wellington one was like bursting full of the beef, the vegan beef, and the hoisin duck one was looking a bit bleak. It's looking a bit empty, a, a wee tiny bit of duck packed full with the rest lettuce. And I was like, mm, okay, this is my sign to try the vegan beef Wellington wrap. And oh my God, it was so good. Like so good. I, I'll be like tossing between both of them now every time. Actually, my deciding factor will be every time now, which one is more packed full, I think. <laughs> you obviously have to go for one of the like, most expensive drinks in your meal deal don't you you gotta get as much for your money as possible so it's always either a naked juice or an innocent smoothie yesterday was the green naked juice also slaps what was my snack oh my randomly i got the falafel and hummus snack but never got that before and actually still haven't eaten it it's sitting in my fridge i was scared that it was going to be too dry and it was going to ruin my experience with the wrap. So I thought, do you know what? I'll bring this home with me and then I can put the falafels in the oven and have them with some sauce or something because I really don't want to ruin that vegan beef Wellington wrap experience. But I did also indulge on a multi-pack bag of skips. I've completely forgot about skips. I don't think I've had them since I was a kid. And they're vegan. Yeah, got a multi-pack, finished three bags of them. So good. Get back on the skips wells, everyone. I'm telling you now, it's not just for kids. Okay, this week's podcast topic, it's a bit of a different one. It's not anything I've spoken about before, but I thought it would make for a funny episode. So I put up on my story to send me your embarrassing sex stories and I'm going to read them out. And I'm actually, I'm terrified to get into it. Terrified, but like in a funny, in a excited, terrified kind of way. (laughs) scared for what I'm gonna find in there I feel there's gonna be a lot of talk about um 
poo. <laughs> Judging, right, 10 minutes after I put up the post, I was like, oh, have we flick through here and see if there's anything funny so far? Thinking there would literally be, bear in mind it had been 10 minutes. So I was thinking, you know, there might be 10 stories max here. Within 10 minutes, I don't think I've ever had that many responses in my life. The amount of your embarrassing sex stories I now have on my phone is criminal. (laughs) Of course, as always, I will keep it completely anonymous, so you don't need to worry about that. But yeah, let's get straight into it. I'm going to be straight up here and say that I don't think I'm going to contribute to this one (laughs) with any stories of my own. I, not that I don't think I have any, but also if I did, I don't know if I'd be too willing to share them. Like at least with you sending yours in, they're anonymous, you know. I don't think I'd want to out myself like that. Oh, also sorry, can I just add, mum and dad, Paula and Graham, hello. If you're listening to this, I really appreciate that you listened to all my stuff and watched all my videos and all that. But I'm just gonna ask you politely now to stop, okay? Just switch over to your next podcast and you can be done with this episode for now. Okay, thanks. Actually, that probably applies to any family member. Any family member that's listening to this, just stop right now. Okay, glad we've got that out of the way. Let's get into the first story. Oh my god, why am I scared? Okay, no, I can't do this. Right, Oh my god, my ex couldn't get it up even after I tried going down on him, so he sent me out his room into the corridor of his family home. (laughs) No, this is too much already. To wait for him to get himself up and then called my name for me to come back in. (laughs) He also... (laughs) He also had a micropenis and it was both of our first times. But I still, to this day, don't know whether I even lost my virginity that day. I couldn't feel a thing. (laughs) No, the thought of you standing naked. Well, were you naked? She actually didn't clarify if she was naked or not. But the thought of her standing naked in the corridor of his family home. (laughs) To then (laughs) wait to hear her name being called out. I don't, why did you have to leave the room for that? I don't really get it. Anyway, moving on. It was both of our first times and he was my boyfriend at the time. We were both so nervous and both called in sick to school that day and had it planned for around two weeks. Oh, can't deal, I know. He lives 20 minutes from me and arrived at 9.30am on the dot when all my family had gone to school and work. So yes, he had bought the condoms and I had literally just woken up. We wanted to get it out the way so badly, but we were both so nervous. I made sure my room was in complete darkness and even hung hoodies around my curtains to make sure no light got in and welcomed him into my room with the flash of my phone. We then proceeded to try, but neither of us knew how to get the condom on. So we were then sitting on the edge of my bed naked and in the dark watching a YouTube tutorial of how to put a condom on correctly. (laughs) After the 18 minute long video, we finally, the 18 minutes, surely it doesn't take that long. After the 18 minute long video, we finally got it. And the next thing I hear a crash and he's just gone. 
He obviously couldn't see the edge of the bed because it was pitch dark and fell out of the bed and literally rolled to the corner of my room. He was almost crying in pain. I had such secondhand embarrassment of him lying naked on the floor with a condom on after falling out of the bed. I grabbed the duvet and crawled up to the corner of my bed and screamed at him to get out of my house and that he was so embarrassing. (laughs) He literally grabbed his clothes and ran down my stairs. I then heard him trip again down the last few steps. We didn't text each other for three days because both of us were so embarrassed. (laughs) No, why is this Loki a really cute story or something? Okay, on to the next one. Went back to his on a night out. Had sex, woke up the next morning a bit soggy and my dress was wet. Didn't remember anything. He told me I'd woken up in the night because I'd needed a wee. Panicked because I didn't know where I was and wet myself on the bedroom floor and then got straight back into bed. (laughs) I can honestly say I've never drunkenly pissed myself but I definitely have pissed myself due to laughing too much and not being able to hold it in. Okay, next story. Oh my god, can't believe I'll admit I did this but me and my boyfriend broke up for a few months earlier this year. And I went on the prowl one night and went home with this pro snowboarder. Things were getting heated and when he took out his stick, I gasped and told him his pe- he was penis twins with my ex and then proceeded to cry my eyes out. He hugged me and rocked me back and forth and made me a cup of tea. Then when I stopped crying, I left. Bumped into him last weekend with my boyfriend who I'm back together with now. And my boyfriend was like, oh, hey, then and high fived him. I stood there with my stomach in my ass like, oh my god, how have they met before I died? (laughs) It's so funny that he knew who you were saying he was dick twins with (laughs) the whole time. Love that for you. Okay, not quite an embarrassing sex story, but I took a guy back to my hotel room one night and the two of us were blackout drunk, did the deed and fell asleep woke up to him standing over the bed asking me why I didn't answer the door. Turns out he tried to get up and use the bathroom completely naked but left the hotel room into the hall by accident. Then started banging on the door to try and get me to answer for about 15 minutes but naked. (laughs) I was dead to the world, didn't hear a single thing. He didn't even have his phone or anything so he couldn't just leave. He then had to cover himself up and go down to reception cover himself up? How did he do this? Just like with his hands? Right. He then had to cover himself up and go down to reception for them to let him into the room. Man was not best pleased. Fair to say we never spoke again and to top it off, I have never had such an awful hangover. Genuinely thought I'd have to go to hospital. (laughs) I'm sorry, but no matter how bad your hangover was, imagine how bad his was standing (laughs) standing butt naked in a hotel corridor and having to walk down to reception like that. No. (laughs) Oh my days, I snapped this guy's banjo and he fucking shouted for his mum. His mum saw, oh my god, his mum came. His mum came into the room. His mum saw his bleeding dick and I just sat there naked crying with laughter covered in blood. Most embarrassing moment for me and him ever, I got the ick. Oh. <laughs> Why would you shout for your mom in that situation? <laughs> I 
had quite a strict upbringing, which at the age of 18 led me to apply to the farthest university possible from my hometown. Let's say I never had anything related to the birds and the bees talk and I had never experimented with my body in any way. However, I was determined to lose my virginity the day I moved to uni and had purposely chosen to join the Facebook group of the uni and talk to guys I found ma- I found mildly attractive or desperate for a shag. I talked to, to quite a few guys but one guy in particular caught my eye and we hit it off. He also wanted to lose his virginity so we decided to meet up in his car on the weekend and see where things go. Things got quite intense and since we had just moved in He said it would be weird to bring a girl to his room, I have no idea why. So he decided to drive to a supermarket car park. Wait, why would he not just bring you to his room? His room's his room, like, you don't even have to meet the flatmates. Okay, anyway, I have no idea why, so he decided to drive to a supermarket car park and he told me to go to the disabled toilet and wait a few minutes for him to join me where we could have sex. Everything went well and we began having sex until until he started to ram his finger into my ear. He literally pulled my hair back as I was going down on him and began ramming his fingers into both of my ears. <laughs> In a panic, I bit down which cut his penis and he began bleeding. He began to scream and the workers at the store heard the commotion and I had to pretend I was also a passerby assisting him with his cut penis. Long story short, he went to hospital and everything was fine. I asked him why the fuck he was fingering my ear the next day and he said it was because his friends told him that girls loved it and it would make the climax faster. <laughs> Luckily, this did not put me off him and we're now together. He doesn't finger my ears anymore. <laughs> oh my god. She said at the end, any questions, feel free to ask. I would love to know where he got this piece of information. Who told him this piece of information about the ear fingering and where they got that piece of information from? Like, where has this just randomly come from? (laughs) Someone's definitely made it up as a joke, like taking the piss out of someone and then someone along the line has believed it. Okay, (laughs) these are traumatizing. Right, when I was about 19, I was shagging my boyfriend at the time and we had to be really quiet because his mum was in the room next door and his house had really thin walls. Anyways, he was on top of me and I reached my hand out to hold his about six foot tall bookcase at the side of the bed. But it wasn't a bookcase stacked with books, it was stacked with DVDs, so it was kind of flimsy. Uh... Yeah, so it was kind of flimsy. Anyways, we were really getting into things and I must have pulled a bit too hard on the bookcase and it starts to topple and all the DVD boxes come crashing down onto the floor and my ex shouts at me and catches the bookcase from hitting the ground. So then I start crying because he's just shouted at me mid-sex. He's naked trying to put the case back up and his mum bursts in the room and is like, what's the racket and she doesn't take in the scene at all so she's just stood there waiting for an explanation honestly was probably only stood there for about 30 seconds but it felt like an hour for with both of us sat there naked and crying on my part trying to think of an explanation (laughs) i made the mistake of letting my ex-boyfriend touch me after he made us a spicy chili and it burned i grabbed the first thing from the fridge which was a frube 
and I had to sit holding it on my vagin shame. No. <laughs> oh my god. That would be so sore. What the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, right, we've got another story from the same person. One time we were doing the deed in his parents' house and after we oh and after we went to go and clean up. So he left the used condom lying on his bed. Thought nothing of it, came back and the condom had gone. We figured out he'd left his bedroom door open and his family dog had came in and ate it. Oh my lord. <laughs> Help. He had to monitor her poo for the next week to make sure it passed okay. Thank God it did because otherwise this would have been a much more mortifying story. <gasps> oh. God bless that poor dog. Oh my God. That's that's the most horrible thought ever. <laughs> I need that to get out of my head right now. Sorry, let's move on to the next one. Guys, there's honestly about, like, there's hundreds of people sending in the exact same story of vomiting on someone's dick. (laughs) I'm surprised, but I'm also not. Like, I'm surprised that this many people are saying it, but then also when you think about it, it makes sense. (laughs) Oh, also another two very common ones coming up here are tampons being forgotten about and left in there (laughs) and also condoms getting lost as well yeah lots of people like finding the condom the next day or in some cases the next week oh my god right was bent over the bathroom sink and my head smashed into the into the bathroom cabinet it knocked me unconscious and I came round in hospital, in a hospital ground with nothing under it, was concussed for days and have never heard from him since, nor know how I got to the hospital and what happened in between being knocked out and waking up. Oh my god. We were on holiday having spicy sexy time. My boyfriend had my vibey down below. One thing led to another and without any of us noticing, my arse swallowed my vibrator. <laughs> I love how this is just cut. Ca- it just casually swallowed it like without <laughs> like completely of its own accord. Ended up having to shit it out but we still laugh about it. <laughs> Tried to use lube for the first time, but it was dark and ended up pumping foundation onto his penis. <laughs> A nice made-up penis. <gasps> oh my god, someone said I got chlamydia from giving head. I was a virgin with clap. <laughs> I did not know this was possible. I have never heard of that. Wow, you learn something new every day. <laughs> oh dear god, this one's bad. Woke up in the morning to find out the guy had shot all over my carpet and in a PLT bag of clothes that had to be returned. £80 worth of clothes. So I had to hand wash the clothes clean so that I could return them. He also never owned up to the fact that it was him and let me believe someone must have broke into the flat and shot on my carpet. To top it off, I found more diarrhea shoved down my sink plug hole on the Monday. Only positive from the whole thing was that I got my 80 pound back from Pretty Little Thing, but someone is wearing shit covered clothes. Oh my god. I cannot believe you sent them back. I'd have been demanding him for the money. God bless whoever has those clothes. Oh my god. 
riding away in the attic and father walks in because he thought there was a burglar <laughs> oh god <laughs> no there's so many stories of people's parents walking in like his mum walked in and saw my entire dignity on display we didn't make eye contact for about two weeks I genuinely if my parents or my partner's parents walked in my parents, you would, you'd have to get over it. Do you know what I mean? It would be an awkward day or two, but you would just have to get over it. But like their parents, I genuinely think I would be traumatised. I would avoid every family dinner. I'd avoid going to his family house. I would literally avoid them at all costs. It would make, it would just make things so, I really, I don't think I could come back from it. I really don't. We don't have locks on our bedroom doors in my family house. Well, my parents do conveniently enough for them but we don't (laughs) and they're also terrible at knocking the door and we've tried to ask them to be better at knocking the door time and time again we always say like because my dad's idea of knocking is knocking like two knocks but then just pulling the handle down and walking straight in anyway he has no concept of like knocking loudly waiting to hear come in and then coming in his knock is essentially completely useless so yeah you gotta be careful of these things oh god i'd actually be traumatized oh god i was going down on someone and got my chewing gum stuck in their pubes and had to cut it out (laughs) surely get rid of the gum before that starts oh my god someone said they found a lighter inside of them after having sex i I have no words. I what? Like, (laughs) a lighter? How on earth did that end up in there? So many questions. There are so many stories that involve poo and shit stains on beds and walls and I'm not going to get into them. I just don't have that in me right now. Okay, we've got another long one. Oh my god, I was at uni and I went on a date with this guy. We went back to his house from there. We go into the bedroom to do the deed. Skip forward a bit and he is laid on top of me and he says, Sorry. I was thinking in my head, why is he saying that? When I felt something trickle down my inner thigh. He then just held me and put his head in my arm and I could tell he was embarrassed so I held him too, trying to work out what had just happened. Eventually we stand up and I turn to look at the bed and there is a yellow stain on the sheets. I didn't want to admit it to myself but he definitely pissed on me. Oh god. Then he had the cheek to ask me to leave because he planned to go out to see his friends. It gets worse. He wanted to see me again and I didn't want to say no in case he thought the reason I said no was because the because of the pissing on me. Oh my god. Can you not be so rude to honk your horn outside my window? Sorry. So he wanted to see me again. I didn't want to say no in case he thought the reason I said no was because of the pissing on me and I knew he was embarrassed about it. Girl, you're being way too nice. Like, (laughs) so what if you say no and he's embarrassed about it? So I invite him round to mine and plan a really chilled evening watching a film with pizza and drinks and popcorn. I went out of my way to make it chilled and special. I wasn't expecting anything. 
He gets here, I invite him up to my room and before I've even turned around he's grabbing me and throwing me around on the bed. It happened so fast and I didn't really know what to do so I went with it but he definitely wanted to show me that he could have sex because of what happened the last time. I didn't call him after that. If someone on a first date pissed on my leg, I don't think they'd be entering through my front door again, (laughs) to be perfectly honest with you. One time a random guy pissed on my leg at a festival. (laughs) Me and my friends were, we were literally just vibing, just dancing, having a good time, listening to the music. And then I start to feel like splatters on my leg. So I thought it was rain and looked up thinking that it, you know when you start to feel a bit of rain and then it's all of a sudden it like all starts to come so that's what I thought was happening look up there's no rain and I was really confused and then someone was like screaming oh my god he's pissing and we turn around and this guy is literally pissing like aiming at our feet and it's all splashing up over us yeah really great experience oh no was having sex with my boyfriend and midway through His ex rang him and he used the vibration from his phone as a vibrator for me. Never found out what she was calling for. (laughs) Oh my god, guys, this is the ick if I've ever heard it right. Worst sex story is a one night stand, great in bed until he came and made a noise like a trumpet fanfare. And when I asked what the fuck it was, he said, oh, it's just my theme song. (laughs) safe to say we didn't exchange socials oh my god okay we'll do one more i was at my boyfriend's house and we decided to have sex whilst i was on my period and his mum and younger brother were in the house too after we had finished we turned the lights on and there was blood everywhere all over me him and his mattress His little brother then came into the room and saw all the blood and told my boyfriend's mum and she came running into the bedroom. It was pretty obvious what had happened but I was so embarrassed that I tried to lie and say that I had a nosebleed but she definitely knew. Moral of that story is to use a towel ladies and gentlemen. Oh actually well this isn't really relevant but it's something I lied about that was on my bed so basically when you know when you used to like drink when you were younger and your parents didn't know you were drinking yes you'd come home and pretend you'd had a nice wholesome night watching movies and eating ice cream but you were actually darning cactus jacks and vodka in someone's free house so that's what we were up to and me and my friend were staying at my house for some reason that night I don't know why because staying at my house was never a good option until like my parents didn't find out about drinking till like a bit later than a lot of my friends parents so mine wouldn't have really been the go-to to stay at when I was younger anyway for whatever reason we were both staying at my house and obviously came back pretended we were stone cold sober I I don't know how much they actually fall for that like were we just being naive and thinking that they were falling for it or were they being naive and thinking that we weren't drinking. I don't know. I've never really asked them to this day. Maybe I should ask them that. So anyway, we're staying at mine. We go to bed and my friend starts being sick in her sleep, right? Bear in mind, we had been drinking Cactus Jacks as you do when you're 14. So her sick was literally neon green. Like not green, like the way it could be from eating eating some spinach or some peas with your dinner I'm talking like luminous neon green 
So I like shake her and wake her up and I'm like, get up, you've just been sick in the bed. And she she gets up and she's like, oh my God. And we're like scrambling, not really knowing what to do. I feel like when you're that age, you haven't like learned how to, like now I'd obviously know how to deal with stuff like that and how to clean things and how to get stains out of stuff like that. I feel like, yeah, you just learn it. Like you learn how to like get red wine out of cream carpets. It's, it's these life skills that you learn. <laughs> But I obviously didn't know what to do at the time and I just shit myself and I ran into my parents' room and I was like, my friend's just been sick, please can you help me clean it up? I don't really know what to do, but like didn't want to make a fuss because obviously I didn't want them to think she'd been sick from drinking. So my mum came in, helped me clean it up and her excuse, well our excuse was that we just ate too many ice cream and sweets and that was the reason for the neon green sick in her sleep. I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's definitely got to be one of those occasions where your mum definitely knows. Okay, guys, we'll leave it there for this week's episode. Thank you so much for sending me in your embarrassing sex stories. Hopefully you've enjoyed listening to them. If you have enjoyed this week's episode, don't forget to share the podcast with your friends on your Instagram story, whatever it is. Even leave me a little five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. As always, thank you so, so much for all the continued love and support. It means the absolute world to me. I hope you all have a lovely week and I will speak to you in next week's episode. Bye!